0: Good day to you and welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a program where we discuss a variety of topics and meet a multitude of great and interesting people. Our spring term is coming to a close, so I thought this would be a great time to get some insight from one of our students. And with me today I have Nate. Yeah. Nate, we met a good 35 seconds ago. (laughs) We did. uh, The pleasure is mine, by the way. So why don't you give me your full name?
1: Uh, My name is Nate Varney. And
0: what year are you? I'm a junior. You're a junior, and what is your major? Communication arts. Communication arts, okay. And give me a little bit of a background about yourself so people get to know you a little
1: Um, bit. I started out here uh, getting a music degree, um, and then I had a love, I fell in love with uh, radio and decided to get into like audio production and stuff like that. Uh, When Derek sent out an email about a year and a half ago now, um, it. really intrigued me because i was like oh cool this would be something to really cool to get into kind of do uh kind of like part-time uh to fill some space and i actually really like fell in love with it and decided well maybe i'll do this and after a while i had more of a love for it and actually changed my majors in communication arts and then um derek came to me and he decided to uh, um hand me a position here of program director so i'm currently training to be the program director of the radio station
0: Great. So, I have to ask you, I send out emails to people every day and nobody ever answers, and, and, and I'm always told that students don't read email anymore. Now, you yeah. just told me that you got this position from an email you received. Yeah. What makes you so different?
1: Why do you read email? Uh, I The information that's sent through the email is always important, whether it's my professors or administrators or something like that. Um, I make sure to always read just in case I'm involved with the email. That, that's a nice point politically correct answer and i thank you for that
0: so uh, where did you grow up i grew up in
1: ohio county kentucky so it's about a county over county over yeah and
0: how did you hear about kentucky wesleyan college
1: um originally i was going to go to a different college um but i didn't get enough scholarship and then the original uh assistant professor of music contacted me and asked me if i needed a college to go to and i said yes and he said have you thought about kentucky wesleyan college and i said of course it's a college that's close to home for me um and it'd be a nice college to go to and so he invited me to come here and actually uh, play saxophone and uh, I came here on a almost almost a full ride uh, music degree um, I, I switched my radio around and scholarships changed but um, I still love it here
0: oh that's great so you've never worried about that decision after after you made it no great so saxophone yeah are, are, are you a Simpsons fan yes. So, you, Lisa, was your muse yeah, when it comes uh, to yeah. the saxophone. I, I
1: think it's cool to see a character that does something similar that I do.
0: That, that's great.
1: So, uh, do you play other instruments? Uh, yes, I play piano. I play drums, and I also sing. You do? Yes. Can you sing us a little melody? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Pick a song and go. Um, let's see. I I can't think of one on the spot right now. I'm, a little like. Nervous. No, we did
0: meet uh, now a minute and 35 <laughs> seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, it, it would be hard to. We'll uh, let you think about okay. that. You, you can end the show with a melody. Cool. How does that sound? That
0: gives you a good 12 minutes and, to think about cool. something.
1: So uh, tell me about your time
0: at Wesleyan. I, you, you talked about your changing in majors, and, yeah. and that's a lot of what a small college can do. But I always tell people that your, your class time is about 25% of your overall experience, yeah. especially at a residential institution. So what do you do outside the classroom?
1: Uh, Of course, I'm in the band and I'm in the choir here. I also am a part of the newly introduced this year gospel choir. Um, My second semester here, I joined a Greek organization, Sigma Alpha Mu, and I found a family with it. Uh, They were able to help me through. I didn't have a lot of friends when I came here uh, my freshman year. So uh, meeting them really introduced me to a lot of people, made a lot of friends. Um, So it was nice to meet people um get introduced to the campus because i was just um just a a lonely freshman when i first moved in is when people's was getting renovated so we lived in a hotel for about two months so it was (laughs) isolating all i had was my roommate and occasionally people that would come to hang out and that was it did you have a pool at the hotel no no pool. That makes the whole thing that,
0: yeah. that much rougher. So you mentioned living in a fraternity. When most people think of a fraternity, you may be too young for this reference, but they think of Animal House. Yeah, and and they they think of all the different uh, scenarios that go with that particular movie, which most yes. of which I can't mention
1: publicly. Yeah. Uh, so
0: tell me a little bit about your fraternity because I know it's not the
1: same as Animal House. No. You guys
0: do some really neat things.
1: Yeah, we focus a lot on academics and philanthropy. Um, with COVID, it's been kind of harder, but um, Really, uh, when I came into college, I knew nothing about Greek life. I heard some of the stigmas about like what they, what they could happen and stuff like that, but um, when I met them, they were a great group of guys. Um, they were intelligent men doing great things. I've seen some of the philanthropy work they did for the Alzheimer's Association and Feeding America and stuff like that, so I was like, well, maybe this is something I want to be a part of, and then I joined it, and it's been the best almost three years of my life. Great. So you joined your first year. I joined the second semester of my first year, yeah.
0: No, that's great. And this year with, with COVID, I think it's been a little bit harder for the fraternities and sororities to reach out and, and to recruit. So what have you been doing differently as your fraternity to try to entice first-year students?
1: Um, so first-year students can be kind of uh, nervous, especially with things going on right now with COVID. Um, I think first becoming friends and not, you know, kind of forcing a brotherhood down like towards them um, is nice because they'd rather have friends than have you know a fraternity to be a part of. So I, I like to make friends, and if I see that they're kind of intrigued with it, I kind of introduce it to them. And if they like it, we kind of like introduce them to more brothers and stuff like that, and see how they feel with the other brothers. Um, if they're not really feeling it, just they're they're my friend. Then sure, uh, they don't always have to be a brother. They don't have to be a part of the fraternity. Um, I like to have. You know, my friend's close to me and stuff like that. So if they want to join, I, you know, get with my other brothers and we kind of offer. If they don't, then they don't.
0: No, and that, that's a great way to look at that. Have uh, I don't know if, if it's too early in their time period, but have you had any first years join the fraternity this year? Yeah.
1: Uh, Logan actually is a mm-hmm. part of it. Uh, we've had um, three or two other. Um, I don't know if you know Riley Abla. He joined. He's a sophomore. Uh, he joined his sophomore year. And we had two other freshmen, uh one of the freshmen that joined actually made it on our executive board nice. uh, so he made basically he well, the position he got was recorder, which is like our secretary position, okay uh he came in and he rocked the rocked the elections and he got the position
0: great and for those of you listening, Logan works at the radio station as well and and he's actually doing a live show right now yeah so uh we're we're just very busy down at the radio
1: station it's, it's nice because when I first started here. There was a handful of people, and now i'm thinking I'm thinking we have a little over twenty now, and we have a board in the uh the d j den as we call it, where the live shows happen and it's filling up. There's like barely any room left. oh, that's great.
0: so you mentioned that uh, you you've been offered the program director's position yeah
1: what is what is entailed within that job description? So the program director kind of uh dips into a little bit of everything at the radio um they're basically there to help train their help the basically to help make things run um it's not as um it's not as i guess you would say executive as the radio manager but uh the program director kind of like helps leads all of the programs whether it's news whether it's some kind of graphic design anything like that they help all programs in the radio station run um and when it comes to training they Help train. Um, they it's 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 basically uh, like an assistant manager kind of position. Great. Now, do you get your own show as well? With that? yes, I do. I'm on Mondays and Fridays nine to eleven. And is that music talking? Um, it's so the uh, the show I've created is late morning news with Nate. It's right after the uh, morning show that Derek has. Okay. Um, so I kind of take up a little bit of the rest of the the morning time with just. Sometimes I, I make, you know, kind of funny jokes. Sometimes they're not funny. Uh, I just kind of give my personality into it. Uh, and especially at the time people are, you know, starting to go go to work or go on break or stuff like that. So I try to, you know, let them enjoy their midday. Well, if it makes you feel any better, none of my jokes are funny. And <laughs> I, I've been married over 30 years. I've yet to
0: tell a joke that makes my wife laugh. So uh, it, it, it's a long process. Don't yeah. give up. And so you you do the late morning news. Yeah. And... We're in an extremely politically divided nation right yeah. now, and it's it's very difficult to uh, pick one side or the other. So
1: how do you do your news? So um, especially with like uh, politics and stuff like that, I have my own personal views, but I never give it on my show. Um, I only I only give hard news. So like um, basically pen the paper uh, what actually happens if something happens between two people. I just say this is what happened. Uh, if someone is say something at a political debate, I would just be like, "This is what happened." I would never give like, "Oh, well, I like this person." Well, I prefer this. I would never say that on the on the air. So you hearken back to really the Walter Cronkite days, who, yeah.
0: who everybody in the nation says was the last true newsman. Yeah. and and he always said Walter Cronkite and this is the news. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I used to love that. I was I was a little too young actually for that one, but <laughs> uh, um, I've I've watched a lot of his tapes after that just to see. How we used to deliver the news in the United States, and I yeah. kind of wish we could get back to a little bit of that neutrality of, like you said, you give the facts yeah. and, and let let the people make their interpretations. Yeah. But I think part of the problem was when when Walter Conkright, Conkright gave the news, uh, you had two times, once in the morning, once in the evening. Yeah. And now we have multiple cable news uh, that are going 24 hours a day to, yeah. have to fill a void somehow. And yeah. uh, that's that's not as easy to do. So – I, I love the fact that you're on a straight and narrow stay that way. Yeah. And, and always just give the news.
1: Yeah. It, it, I never want to create a divide here. Um, I want everybody to be able to enjoy my show and other shows. So if I were ever to give like political views or religious views and it kind of upsets someone or deters them away, that creates a divide. That it, It's like I'm only accepting certain people. And I, I'm not like that. I accept everybody. Um, I want everybody to be able to listen to, you know, Panther Radio and stuff like that. I don't want anybody to feel like they're deterred away from here.
0: Wonderful. No, that's great. And and do you do any music on your show?
1: Um, I don't personally okay. do uh, music on it.
0: All right. So I'm going to ask you anyway, what is your preference in music?
1: Um, I kind of dip into a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, I, when I was younger, I would say, you know, like popular music and stuff like that and a little bit of rock. But like now... I just, I, I love music so much that I listen to all of it. And I like it, uh, it gives me, I, I don't know if you've ever heard this term, but it gives me like different vibes and stuff like that. Sure. Um, like if, it, if I'm listening to like pop before I'm listening to rock or if I'm listening to like EDM or something like that, it's just whatever I'm in the mood for is kind of like the type of listen, music I listen to.
0: Oh, that's great. That, and that's, that's very good. I have to admit, growing in high school and college, I was very heavy metal. Yeah. And I think part of it was running, getting ready for races. You had yeah. to have that, that, that music just banging around inside your head. And my wife was uh, all country. Old country, Johnny yeah. Cash, uh, Waylon Jennings, and, and uh, they talk about oil and water. But she's she's converted me to a, a large extent. So now yeah. I'm I'm a little bit like you. I love to listen to just about anything, depending upon my mood.
1: Yeah, and, and and going from there. It's nice, especially like if I'm like riding in somebody's car or something like that. I don't have a personal uh, preference in music. So like when they're like, oh, like what do you like to listen to? I'm like, put on anything. I will listen to it, and you don't sit there and clutch at the yeah. car seat, going, I can't take this. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's great. So as administrators, we're on the campus from 9 to 5 and and later with events, but yeah. we don't really participate in, in the student life much after that time because you don't want us to. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and that's just the way it is. So how do you find the campus here in the evening? Do you Are there good activities for students to take, take part? Is it a campus that shuts down by itself, or are there things for students to do?
1: It honestly depends on the day. Um, during the week, sometimes it kind of shuts down about eight or, cl- 8 or 9 o'clock, usually when the calf closes. Okay. Everybody kind of heads back to the rooms and stuff like that. Uh, around the weekends, you'll catch people outside doing stuff. especially when it's getting warmer now. Um, I know last semester, I'm a big Star Wars fan, and I bought, over the summer, I bought two lightsabers, and I went outside with those two lightsabers, and within 45 minutes, I had 20, 30 people outside just watching, <laughs> playing around and stuff like that, and it was really cool. Well, that's fun.
0: And with the weather getting nicer, I, I've seen people playing kickball, volleyball, yeah. just walking around. I, I saw, uh, and now we have a scavenger hunt going on yeah. on campus, which is just a, a tremendous amount of fun. So as, as you look back over your three years, what is the thing that you've enjoyed the most so
1: far? Uh, the people. My first year, um, I didn't know a lot of people. Uh, last year, I started to make a lot more friends. And this year, I know everybody. Well, I wouldn't say I know everybody, but I know a lot of people from different backgrounds like from different organizations um i it's like i can walk through just about any hall and say hi to just anybody everybody here is friendly everybody here is easy to talk to yeah
0: and that's great that that's what i love about the college and i've been here just a little over a year and I've, i've discovered that myself it's just very open so in those same three years what is the
1: one thing you wish you could have avoided um I I one thing that was hard um, because it almost made me leave was the hotel situation. I felt very isolated away from campus. If uh, I after the second semester, I was able to move into Deacon Hall. Uh, okay. But the first semester, it was a it was a rough situation because I didn't I wasn't able to make a lot of friends. I wasn't able to meet a lot of people because when I went back to my room, I went down the road on Frederica by Chick Fil A and went to a hotel room yeah that, that's difficult so i'm yeah. glad
0: we got you all back on campus i'd re, I'd really like to have everybody on campus if possible yeah you talk about that feeling of isolation and i hate to go back to this but we've sort of been living in it
1: for the last yeah 14 months how has the the campus been with covid um i would say when we first moved in last semester it was kind of tough for people uh because they weren't used to some of the regulations that we had uh but after a while people were able to get used to it uh some people still kind of struggle with it but um it's. I wouldn't say it's really become a new norm, but it, it's become a norm. I hope to someday go back to what we used to be, um, but right now it's what we're living. Well,
0: and Governor Beshear just opened up Kentucky to anybody sixteen and over can get a vaccination. Yeah, and I've been telling people my my uh, plan is to be all open yeah. in the fall. Everybody should be vaccinated. Everybody should be safe. So my plan is to go back to. As close to pre-COVID days as we can get. Yeah. So, And my hope is that the students begin to enjoy that much more.
1: Yeah. I, what's funny is I was going to go in about two weeks ago and get my vaccination. And about two and a half weeks ago, I got COVID. Ah. Uh, and then got over that. Um, but I, as soon as my – I was going to get it uh, this week, but they told me to wait until that ninety 90-day period, 90 period is up. So as soon as I up, I'm going to get my vaccination over the summer.
0: Well, good for you. And that way we can open the campus as much as yeah. possible on the way back. So we are about 16 and a half minutes in. We're going to have to close this down. So the question is,
1: do you have a melody? Let's see. Um, I- I've been thinking of a few. There's been some running through my head. Um, Just start one. I- I'm, try- I'm trying to think of one. I- I'm blinking out here. I've put you on the spot. That's <laughs> not right. So let-, let-, let
0: me skip the melody. And, and uh, are there any words of wisdom you'd like to leave as we are, are
1: finishing the show stay true to yourself uh, never try to deter away from who you are um, don't let people or certain situations change who you are who you have been and who you will be great well Nate meeting you this has been some of the most
0: fun and interesting last 20 minutes of my life likewise so thank you so much for coming on the show and best of luck with the program director and I know I'll see you around because I'm I'm around here oh, all yeah. myself
1: see you all the time
0: alright have a great day you too Bye-bye. bye
1: bye bye